hot still. At home, turn us up. In your car, turn us on. At work, tell others about Talking with Ms. T, the talk show that's giving you trending topics, noted news, interesting interviews, community updates, and so much more. It continues right now. Ms. T. She'll do the talking. All you got to do is be a good listener. Hello once again. It's time to begin the beginning of the award-winning show with the flow that keeps you in the know. We keep it real and true while we do what we do to bring you the best of trending news, hot topics, interesting interviews, new music, and more. This is Tanisha Baker, and I'm excited to host the 171st edition of What You Shouldn't Be Missing. You're tuned in to Talking With T. It's September 10th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, dancer Misty Copeland, rapper Big Daddy Kane, and host Bill O'Reilly. Today on the national calendar is National TV Dinner Day and National Boss Employee Exchange Day. Now y'all, don't go getting fired trying to act like the boss today. Tomorrow, you will be back in your same position. Tomorrow, September 11th, is National Day of Service, as well as the remembrance of that horrific day in history, 9-11, that our country was devastated by terrorists and many Americans lost their lives while many Americans emerged as heroes. The theme this month is schools in session. We're going to highlight some serious facts and some funny aspects of education as we highlight things that go on in the schoolhouse. In addition to the crazy chronicles, we'll add the classroom chronicles. Today's education fact is that 1.6 million students attend a school that has a school resource officer and no school counselor. That is definitely off balance and speaks to the mindset of those in charge of educating our children. For the Classroom Chronicles, let's listen to Eddie B. and his take on what teachers really say when returning from summer break. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back. You're tuned in to Talking With T. This ain't no dedication. It's doing what you got to do. They talking about this year's going to be a brand new year with a brand new focus. I've been here for five years. Only time I seen a brand new focus is when I went to the Ford dealership. Being back at work is already working my nerve. I ain't even been work clothes shopping yet. That's my work clothes coming from this year. Ross Marshall's Target. That's it. We get a new principal this year, but I just hope to get a principal and not another principal pain in the- As usual, these meetings are boring. Everybody harping about how good the new keynote speaker supposed to be. I don't care about no keynote speaker. Give me the key. I take my own notes. I speak for myself. <laughs> Smell like the district is cooking another pot of unattainable goals for this year. Is it too early to take a day off? Sure picked a bad time to be in between churches. Why's all these teachers in my face like we cool all of a sudden? Like we were just cool all last year. My independence from last year is rolling over to this year. I don't need no extra persons in my business. I'm already practicing my clock watching skills. I'm finna work on my coming to the classroom and catch my students doing something they ain't got no business doing face. What y'all doing? I thought I was gone. Everybody take out a sheet of paper. Tony, put your name on the board right now, boy. Ooh, I'm failing you. I'm glad y'all laughing. No recess. I told them not to talk. Tell me why they still talking. Let's check out our Monday Minute Quick Bits. Let's first talk about former Cosby Show actor Jeffrey Owens, who was working a shift at Trader Joe's when a woman took a picture of him bagging groceries, which she submitted to a few celebrity websites. I guess she was trying to throw shade by shaming him, and he shot back, saying he wants to remind the basement dwellers that every job is worthwhile and valuable. The sites that published the photos received immediate backlash. Owen said on his interview with Robin Roberts on Good Morning America that no one should feel sorry for him. He said, and I quote, I've had a great life. 
I've had a great career. I've had a career that most actors would die for. So no one has to feel sorry for me. I'm doing fine. During the interview, he wore his Yale hat and his Trader Joe's name badge. Now, the woman who took the photo says after seeing the backlash, she cried for an hour, saying she didn't mean to be malicious. Boo-hoo. She knew what she was trying to do. Otherwise, she wouldn't have sent it to those celebrity sites. You can read the rest of her lame excuse and apologies through the link on my website. That's www.talkingwitht.com under today's show. There was also a report out of Cincinnati where a gunman opened fire in the lobby of a downtown bank. The situation ended with four people dead, including the shooter, who was killed during a shootout with the police. Leslie Moonves is the latest to be dismissed due to allegations of sexual misconduct. Moonves was the chairman and CEO of CBS. Now he's out without any severance benefits and future payments are contingent upon the investigations into the allegations against him. He led CBS for the past 24 years and threw it all away, like many others, thinking they could get away with being devious. Allegations against Moonves included sexual harassment, sexual assault, forced oral sex, and exposing himself without consent. He declares the allegations aren't true and that he had consensual sex with three of the complainants 25 years before he ever came to CBS. Evidently, there has been multiple incidents involving the ambush of police officers in a Selma, Alabama housing complex. Residents are fearful of the safety of their families during these shootings, and police are ready to send a hard message trying to eliminate this threat against its officers. This is just kind of crazy because people are using fake calls to lure the officers to the scene. And I can imagine this situation turning out really ugly and innocent people getting caught in the middle. Now officers say they have to treat everybody like they are dangerous. Well, Serena Williams went plumb off at the U.S. Open. Williams was fined $17,000 for three code violations, including verbal abuse of an umpire and breaking her racket. The fine will come out of her prize money of $1.85 million. So, mm, okay. According to the Chicago Tribune, within the next year, any Chicago police officer who points a gun at an individual during an arrest or street stop will have to radio in and report the incident. Activists feel this is a step in the right direction, while officials argue that it may cause officers to hesitate in a potentially dangerous situation. I'm curious about your thoughts on this, so find my post on Talking With T social media pages and share your thoughts. Don't touch that dial. I'll be back in a while with this week's review of Trending News. I've been loving you the best I
In advance, plays your favorite song Cause I know you let it dance But I played myself thinking I could be your man That I could be your man I've been loving you the best I can The best I can Together once again to bring you our review of trending news, and I want to welcome the know-it-all Professor Jay and our top investigator, most often instigator P.I. Pam, to the mic as we start with a big story trending in the news about the shooting death of prominent 26-year-old Botham Zhang by an off-duty police Dallas police officer Amber Geiger. The officer says that she mistakenly entered his apartment thinking it was her own. This is really a sad story. The victim would have celebrated his birthday on September 29th, and he was working hard as a professional. He was an accountant and a worship leader. Many are calling for the arrest of the officer, including the family's attorney, who says there is enough evidence to charge her. Last I read, Geiger is still free. Now, we have a lot of questions. Number one. How do you enter the wrong apartment? Do you do it with a key, you break in, or what? That's my first question. Next question, once you're inside said apartment, you don't recognize your own stuff. And number three, if this man is your neighbor, had you not taken the opportunity to know him? So. Well, let me answer a couple of those questions based on some uh, of the latest developments that I've seen come across my uh, news feed and whatnot. Apparently, Amber and Mr. John, they have a history, or they had history, rather. Mm Oh, okay, okay. Yes, from what I've seen from uh, multiple sources, they did at one point date. So apparently Mm. things ended, I guess, on a downward note, 
Mm-hmm. And apparently Amber has come back as a woman scorned, and we see how this has ended up. I mean, the whole, I think this is my apartment story, it didn't add up for many of us when we first heard about it because, like you said, how in the whole heck do you walk into somebody else's apartment and shoot somebody and once you realize that, oh, okay, maybe this isn't my apartment. This isn't my furniture. These are my pictures on the wall. This isn't my sofa. Right. So it was a dead cat on the line somewhere. Well, don't mm. say dead cat. It was a very fishy story, to say the least. Mm-hmm. It really was. I thought it was shady as soon as I heard it. I, in my mind, I immediately thought that it was something that love was going. Then when all these witnesses are coming forth saying that they heard her banging on the door saying, open the door, open the door. And evidently he opened the door because if this is a apartment where you have to use you have to swipe to get in your apartment. It shouldn't work for your key or your car should not work for every apartment. Am I correct? That's correct. It shouldn't. Yeah, so she said she swiped and she got in, which is crazy. But my big issue is why manslaughter? When are they going to charge her with murder? Because that's what it was. And they let her go from the police station said that she was emotionally distressed. And she and she needed some time. To she was emotionally together. distressed when she was out there babbing on the door like a fool. Right. I, when I heard, I knew Mandingo had got to her. I just knew. It. <laughs> let me it. move on. I knew Mandingo. not to let Pam talk. Yeah. Let's move on yeah. to the next I, big I story. Knew it. I knew it. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. I hate that that young man lost his life uh, for dealing with uh, this. Let me move on. Let me just, one day we're going to learn. But um, the other big story trending in the news is about Nike choosing Colin Kaepernick as his new spokesperson. And although Nike received backlash from the haters, the brand sales have increased by 31% just from Sunday to Tuesday over the Labor Day weekend. And I even splurged on some Nike gear myself this past week. So won't God make your enemies your footstools? And that's what getting the Bible back to says. that's what it says in the book. That's that's in that's in the book. Yeah. That's in the good book. Yeah. yeah, it is. And getting back to the haters, people are trying to protest by burning their Nike stuff. Now, I thought a protest was supposed to hurt the brand. So how are you gonna burn something you already paid for and call it a protest? Right. How does that work? And then uh, I also saw something about. Uh, Colin Kaepernick is the new spokesperson for, for Ford. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, they also they also Ford, so I guess they're gonna burn up them F one fifties. Right. I love to boys, see it. The good old boys about to burn up their hunting truck. Mm. So they just I, I don't know. People have actually burned their feet up. Burn burning the shoes still on their feet. Um, South where a man burned his whole house down trying to burn up his Nike stuff. Mm-mm-mm. Didn't I see that the uh, hats that they put Make America Great Again on was made by Nike? Made by Nike. Mm. Uh, okay. Yeah. The irony. 
What will they wear now? What are they going to do? And what are they going to drive? Right. Nike, Nike, oh, Converse, Hurley, Jordan Brand owns a lot of different companies and brands, so I'm not exactly sure what they're going to do. What will they do now? So maybe, you know, somebody will school them and they'll figure out that this protest that they are uh, attempting isn't going to quite work. But shout out to Nike, and I personally love the ad, and you can see it on our website. That's www.talkingwitht.com. And look, in our great state of Tennessee, a couple of stories came up this week. One has to do with multiple sightings of a black bear in South Knoxville. Now, these wild animals are getting a little too close for comfort. And, you know, it's not the first time we've had these sightings recently of bears in public, high-traffic areas at the mall, Cracker Barrel and such. And people are on edge as bears can be dangerous. And we are warned. Here's the warning that came out. Do not approach a bear if you see one. And I'm thinking, ain't nobody have to tell me that. (laughs) Yes, that's the warning we received. But for those that need the advice, I repeat, please do not try and make friends with the bear. That that bear you see on the commercial, Smokey the Bear, that he that's just a commercial. Please do not approach and try to make friends with the bear. Well, along those same lines, with animals behaving badly, I don't know whether you got wind of what's going on down here in my neck of the woods. Uh, what y'all got roaming around there? Oh well. Let's just say that an entire school has been shut down because of an infestation of rats. Is this where the insects were found in the school cafeteria food? No, this is where, like, the rats have taken over the building. Oh, no, the, the, the not being. It's here, Wait a minute. Okay, I'm, I got that story. Okay, let me, let, let's back up for a minute. Let's back up to Ben running through the hallways at the school. Now, where is this at, Jay? Down in your neck of the woods. <laughs> It's down here in my neck of the woods, like literally 10 minutes from where I live. And interestingly enough, this is a school where I used to work several years ago. Um, so what has happened, the school has been closed for two weeks and now for more than two weeks because of a rat infestation. Oh, no. Yes. And so they closed the week before Labor Day because there were rats in the building. And they went back Tuesday after Labor Day. But there were areas of the school that were still blocked off because they didn't get all the rats out of the building. And now... Okay, so... Well, I was just thinking, we have, you know, snow days and such. Do they have, uh, how, the, the poor kids don't miss two weeks of school because of rats? Well, it, from the way it's looking, the kids are going to miss pretty much the first semester because the school has been closed indefinitely. Uh, and the powers that be are talking this up to a, Natural disaster. The rats? And, yes. It was that many? Oh, I, oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I don't, you know, you, 
Do no what? Oh, and the the building. And apparently, you know, there's a power struggle between the rats and the humans. You know, the humans are like, no, you got to get out of here. And the rats are like, no, this is our school. Oh. That, it's a sad day when we're making a structural decision for an entire school building. But anywho. Mm. Well, that might be worse than the story I was getting ready to share about these insects, you know, a.k.a. maggots being found in the school cafeteria food. Now, the the report I have is from Madisonville Middle School, and the students had videoed the evidence. Now, keep in mind, the cafeteria's latest health inspection score was 97. But I did hear that a similar incident occurred in another Tennessee school. And where was that, Pam? You said that's here? Yeah, because um, I've seen people say that they were waiting to talk to the school board about it, but they didn't get to it on the agenda this past week at the school board meeting. Oh, that's just nasty. Now, this is making me a little skeptical about <laughs> the sanitation requirements of our school cafeterias. Because, you know, one incident, one random thing here or there is really not acceptable. But when we're talking about multiple cases in the same state, I, I mean, who's in charge here? <sighs> that's that maggots in the school lunch. And, uh, huh? <laughs> Who? They found what? Madison. It was at Madison, Madisonville, uh, middle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where they had the maggot. Right. That's where they had the maggot. And they, they, they okay. said they instructed the kids to write notes to the cafeteria staff to say what they're thankful for. <laughs> that's the solution? They can't be, they can't be thankful for the maggot. <laughs> So I'm thankful for the maggots. I'm not understanding this at all. And, in fact, I'm disgusted enough to say let's just move on. Uh, Let's move on to another story here in Knoxville. Uh, Many people are questioning the closing of a popular event venue, Ebony Lounge. And the establishment was boarded up by Knox County judges for reports of gang activity, shootings, or whatever. The club was closed under the state's nuisance law now. As a resident of Knoxville, I live in pretty close proximity to the Ebony Lounge. I've never heard of this stuff. I've never heard of these activities going on there. In fact, it was a little strange and disappointing because the club was actually one of the more respected locations for African Americans to have events. So I'm just like, what's really going on? Have you heard anything about this or am I missing something? No, I I don't know exactly what's going on. I know there have been, um, I guess, people saying there have been accounts of some of the residents uh, around that area calling and having complaints because anybody that knows the area, the people that live there are older, have been there for decades. Um, and I guess a few nights, it, you know, they were there out there late, and some residents have said um, something about it, but they've never had any, like, no gang, I mean, no gang, they said they had gang activity and shootings and all this. It wasn't like that. I was, was going to say, wouldn't that have made the news? Or somebody right. would have been arrested? Or, okay, well. Yeah, so they made yeah. it a nuisance just because some, some people had called and said, you know, it's late, that they're still out here, I can't sleep, blah, blah, blah. But it wasn't because it was a shooting or uh, some a fight or something. It was just people hanging out. And I could see my granny waking up at 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning being like, what is that? People out there having a good time. 
you know, I'm being concerned about it, you know, but it wasn't, it doesn't seem like it is grounds to board them up over that. But it seems like, um, all our clubs get boarded up and I see people acting a straight fool, like in the old city or other mm-hmm. places. And I don't see them being boarded, boarded up like that. Very interesting. So it's always, it's always something when it comes to our clubs. I can think back to the Platinum and Paradise. They didn't want us in the old city, but nobody was doing nothing down there. It was a respectful club and people was having a good time, but I guess that, that's an issue. Yeah. Well, okay. I could say some things about this, but I won't on the show. I'm going to keep it like it is. Um, our Crazy Chronicles today, full of celebrity news. First of all, it seems like Dwayne Martin, Tisha Campbell, giving up on 20 years of marriage, calling it quits. Campbell says she's entitled to spousal support, especially after finding out that Dwayne Martin has more than 500 shirts costing about $1,500 each. Now, Dwayne evidently made a video. Yes, that's what they say. He made a video showing off his collection of shirts, and now his bragging has become evidence that he has the means to pay. I'm thinking he had a whole wife, two kids. I didn't even know he was still relevant. How in the world did he afford all those shirts? You think he got them from a booster? Yeah, that, that's, 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 a, that's a booster move right there. 500 shirts. 500 at $1,500 each. Now, Tisha Campbell says her monthly expenses are about $33,000 a month, and she isn't earning a steady income. And the Root.com said the shirts must have been threaded with unicorns. <laughs> 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 mm. And our next piece of celebrity news proves that being a celebrity doesn't exempt you from being ratchet. It's reported that Cardi B attacked Nicki Minaj last Friday during a New York Fashion Week party. Minaj says she won't press charges, doesn't want the drama to escalate. And I don't guess, I don't know, maybe it's not really a fight because Minaj was surrounded by bodyguards, so Cardi B was just able to throw a shoe at her. And they said Cardi B left barefoot with her dress ripped. And from what I can tell, Cardi B says that Nicki Minaj made some negative comments about her eight-week-old daughter, and that's what got her upset. Well, have y'all seen the, the picture of Cardi B with that? Not a fat head, though, but I think it's still B. Yeah, they said that the security guard did it. This is my take on it. Nikki runs her mouth. Nikki Mm -hmm. Minaj runs her mouth about everybody, but every time somebody confronts her, all of a sudden, then she got her homegirl to try to fight for her. She always, uh, she's the one that uh, throws stones and tries to hide her hand. But Cardi distinctly says, I'm going. I'm going to confront you. I'm going to see you. That like Cardi B ain't been ghetto forever. Why would New York Fashion Week matter when you there with a bunch of peel, bunch of peel and powderheads and pedophiles? It shouldn't matter. So what? She did at New York Fashion Week. Do they see the people that be coming by? Mm. Yeah. But when she went in, uh, she distinctly said she she was she was with her. She was going to confront her. But Nikki needs to. If you're going to say something. Online, then you should be able to say the same thing when someone confronts you. She says she gonna do what to who? Let's find out and see. 
<laughs> All right, well, I got <laughs> that was a good one, Jay. I got one more, um, and this is uh, I don't even know why he's still in the news. George Zimmerman still at it. This time, he threatened Beyonce and Jay Z, who produced a six-part documentary series on Trayvon Martin. And he had some choice words in his threat, which I can't repeat on the air. It was just pretty vulgar, pretty graphic, pretty profane. But he ended his tirade by saying that if he sees either Beyonce or Jay-Z, they will find themselves inside a 13-foot gator. So is he using alligators as weapons now? Did I hear that before he threatened somebody with an alligator? You know what? <laughs> you can't. You can't do it. I can't. No. Mm-hmm. First of all, he's threatening Beyonce and Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. He they have enough money between the two of them to take him out on site if they want right. to. And then right. he's threatening people with alligators? Okay, then. Mm-hmm. All right. Good night. <laughs> and I'm really surprised the whole Beehive didn't come for him. You know, that is not play of that. Beyonce. Oh, it's still time. Can... It's still time. <laughs> They still they don't, they don't care about uh, little ugly, but they don't play about Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> they just get some lives. They get some lives for him. <laughs> he let you know, they don't beat him. You know he don't. We he can, don't care. They don't care about him. We cannot let you lose. We can't predict what you're gonna. Say. You know what? That's the chemistry that we have. But I, I'm never ready. I'm never. When I think I'm ready, I have braced myself. I'm never ready. Never ready because they'll be like. If I say something, I'm going to cuss. And I'd be like, well, I just cut for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all, you know, I love you, but that's it for this bit. And, of course, I can't wait to hear what the two of you have to say next week. And I can't wait to tell it. And, you know, I'm going to say it. We discuss many topics on Talking With T. And if you would like to share your thoughts or opinions, Call 865-409-1170. We would love to hear from you and your call just may be featured on an upcoming show. We still want to celebrate T's Top Teens and Hometown Heroes. So if you would like to make a nomination, visit www.talkingwithtea.com. I also want to continue to spotlight local or rising artists. If you're interested in having your product or service featured on Talking With T, we would love to help you promote your business or event. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but stay engaged by visiting www.talkingwithtea.com. You can find the links to many of the stories we share and discuss on our website. Also, remember to follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I want to thank everyone who sends us stories and engages with us on social media. Remember, you can listen to Talking With Tea anytime on your time through Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Google Music, or iHeartRadio. New shows will continue to drop each and every Monday. However you choose to listen to the show, remember to leave your reviews and comments. In the meantime, and in between time, subscribe to Talking With T Daily, the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. Believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything. Colin Kaepernick for Nike. 
Remember where you heard the word and keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking With Tea.